0: you into and thank you so much for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. My name is Chris Swan. Here's how you reach out 419-794-3030. Once again, 419-794-3030 online, arhq.com. Today on the show, does your retirement picture include an income plan uh, the government has plans for your tax dollars, and we're not just talking at the federal level, but the state level. And have you wondered how financial advisors get paid? We're going to talk about it, all this and more. But first, before we jump into any of it, I'll be checking with the guys. Nolan and Scott, as always, glad to be with you. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, yeah. This is Nolan. had a, you know, another fantastic weekend uh, with my son playing hockey, and uh, as a defensive man, he... Threw one in at the blue line, oh, which is awesome. always a good time to watch him uh, score some hockey goals.
2: Yeah, that's good. You know, I um, I did a lot of traveling over the past four years, and I thought I was going to get uh, some uh, relief from traveling. But my um, my stepdaughter is now doing the travel volleyball. So I spent the weekend in Indianapolis <laughs> last weekend, which is a lot of fun. Heading to St. Louis here in a couple of weeks. So uh, it's a lot of fun to spend time with them and uh, watch the young ones as they... You know, mature through life and learn life's lessons on working with a team and, you know, the the, the highs and the lows and the winning and the losing. And it teaches a lot um, um, when they get out of, uh, out of those programs and into real
0: life. But it just goes to show, uh, you know, sometimes the best plans, the best laid plans, like the plans you had to not do any more traveling, well, it's not always in your control. And there are things in retirement you're going to face that aren't always in your control. Uh, and so if you have a strategy that knows that these things are going to come into play and encounter them and take them on as they happen, uh, the chances of your success in retirement are probably going to be the best. That's what the team at America's Retirement Headquarters wants to get you to think about. And again, to get started, 419-794-3030. One thing that is beyond our control is what the Fed is doing to try to combat inflation. They're going to raise interest rates again in an attempt to get a handle on inflation. And analyst Eddie Gabor tells Fox Business, you know, he doesn't see the Fed cutting them at all this year. This market has to reset to a new normal of higher interest rates for the foreseeable future. I think this is best for the long term. Investors should be able to get paid on cash. The problem is we've been spoiled with low interest rates for so long that it's caused these asset prices to get the levels that are not sustainable. A lot of people that are still taking a lot of risk are measuring valuations based on zero interest rates. We're not going to see that again, in my opinion, probably in my lifetime. So, gentlemen, how is the team at America's Retirement Headquarters shoring up retirement plans so that they can withstand this year's higher interest rates and, and their effect on the market?
1: Well, I think it really all comes down to perspective. I think, uh, you know, what some might view as a threat. Others view as an opportunity. Uh, In fact, we're going to be talking about this topic. If you like this topic, and this is one that jumps out at you, our next series of upcoming events, we'll be discussing the five threats and opportunities facing retirees. Uh, That's on February 15th. And on February 16th, uh, we have a lunch and dinner event here locally, where we're going to dive deeper into this topic. But when we're looking at it, a higher interest rates actually can be advantageous, especially for seniors and Retirees, You know, we've been talking for quite some time about how retirees, you know, have been living off such low interest for such a long time. Scott, I know we recently had a conversation about a client who had uh, a large nest egg build up in uh, some traditional savings accounts. And, you know, the question was, should I look to just pay off my mortgage? And... You know, I would normally say for retirees, one of the key things to being uh, successful in retirement time, you know, being able to lay your head on your pillow at night and Mm -hmm. sleeping soundly is being debt free. So generally, you know, I lean towards the concept of being debt free, but because of the higher interest rates, uh, we had a conversation last week talking about how it might be better off where this investor doesn't necessarily pay off their low interest mortgage. They have the potential to invest the money and earn higher interest and, you know what their mortgage rate was and that by definition is a positive net income for their situation
2: yeah you know they had uh, an established mortgage rate their mortgage payment was comfortable with what their income was and, and um, you know they were they were coming into some uh, significant money and it's like okay so do I just pay off that mortgage like you said and we talked about that and you know when after our conversation I was able to go back to the client and, and, and give them some some valuable advice on looking at you know you don't have to be aggressive in the market to still earn some nice nice returns you know with um, with the interest rates that you're going to earn on cash uh, you don't necessarily have to be aggressive and if the tide does change and those rates go down. You know, um, Eddie was saying that he doesn't anticipate that happening maybe even in his lifetime, but you still have that option. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we find is, you know, uh, seniors that are in retirement and uh, have maybe been so for a few years, a lot of them don't have mortgages either. I mean, if you don't have a mortgage uh, or don't have that high interest rate loan of any type, now's a really good time to take advantage of the higher interest rates because you're not really affected by the high interest rates on debt that you might have it's only going to help you on investments
1: yeah, this is something, too, if you're uh, an adult and, you know, you have your adult parents that you're looking out and helping with. Uh, I recently had somebody who'd come in and talked about, um, you know, mom situation. And Beverly had an old uh, fixed account. Mm-hmm. Uh, that fixed account was paying a 1% interest. And, you know, what I had mentioned to them is I said, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, 1% was actually a fairly decent rate for sure you know, money that wasn't at any market risk with where traditional fixed rates were, we were able to take that old account and we were able to move it to a new three year fixed rate. And that fixed rate was nearly five and a half percent. So, you know, as the date of this recording, you know, here right at the beginning of February, 2023, that's where rates are at today. Rates have dramatically increased. You know, so if you have somebody, either it's yourself or if you oversee mom and dad's and their finances, we oftentimes find people that have these old fixed annuities that are sitting around that need to be upgraded into current rates. Uh, Here's an example where they went from a 1% fixed rate all the way up to 5.65%. Now, Scott, another thing that I have been doing is I work a lot with uh, Charles Schwab, Mm -hmm. and uh, I have a lot of my uh, personal liquid savings invested into their money market account. Again, looking here at the beginning of February, if you look at the Schwab money market rates, uh, currently at 4.27% you know, for liquid money market funds that are available out there. I've had a lot of clients that say, hey, Nolan, you know, my local bank isn't paying me close to that. Um, You know, whether it's a credit union, a bank, if you have excess savings, you know, think about one, two, three, uh, a 4% additional interest could mean to you. Um, Maybe it's not going to change the world, but what it could do is pay for that cruise, that extra trip that Mm -hmm. you want to take this year. Uh, Maybe it's going to set aside some more money for your gas in your gas tank. Maybe it's going to help offset the higher cost you have for your groceries. That's money that's right available in your pocket, and it's easy to switch. It's not really taking and putting it, say, in something at risk in the market. It's simply learning how to take advantage of higher interest rates. Now, Scott, on the financial side, when you know we look at it, there's a lot of opportunities, but this is another area where financial overlaps the healthcare side because Absolutely. you were also talking about how higher interest rates can uh, affect a lot of the people that you're talking to.
2: Absolutely, you know, one of the great things about uh, the higher interest rates in the money markets is the uh, HSAs, the health savings accounts. This is an opportunity, if you're not doing so, this is an opportunity to invest some money into maximize your HSA contributions. Uh, if you're over 55, you get $1,000 catch up so you can put in an additional $1,000. But you know, Nolan, if you think about it with, um, there's no downside. Even if the markets go back to zero, you're not going to lose that money. It's just all of the money that you earn in your money market is going to stay there. You're just not going to earn as much on that money when it goes to zero. So this is an opportunity to invest in, a, in your HSA account and to build that uh, that that balance up for when you do move into uh, Medicare and, and retirement. You've got that extra money sitting there to uh, pay some of those out of pocket expenses that you're going to incur during the Medicare care
1: yeah and one more tip on how to take advantage of higher interest rates is government I bonds government I bonds are now paying 6.89% so if you haven't found out uh, how to open up a government I bond account or if you haven't considered government I bonds you know these are investments directly from the United States Treasury Department uh, so backed by the full faith and pledge of the US government As with any investment you need to understand your time frames what the liquidity is and what the backing power of that is you know an investor can take advantage of higher interest rates by investing in many of these fixed income securities such as bonds CDs they offer higher yields when interest rates rise additionally investors uh, can invest in stocks and other securities that are likely to benefit from improved economic conditions uh, created by these higher interest rates that could be like you know banking stocks or retailers or other Businesses that are sensitive to interest rates, and finally, investors can take advantage of higher interest rates by investing in things like, uh, you know, certain investments that benefit from uh, paying rental income. There are other attractive investments, and if you want to know more about this topic, again, uh, arhq.com. Click on the events and schedule to come out to one of our events uh, where we're talking about the five threats and opportunities facing uh, retirees, and we're going to dive even deeper at our upcoming event and how to take advantage of higher interest rates.
0: And better still, you get to have you know, FaceTime with, with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, have the questions, the concerns that you may have, and bring those to the table. The radio show, obviously, is a very one-way conversation that we're having here. But obviously, rising interest rates make things like taking out a loan or putting things on a credit card not so favorable. But there are opportunities out there. The guys just outlined a few of them. And to see what's going to work best for you and how it can play into your retirement picture, just schedule a time to speak with them. 419-794-3030 or as Nolan said there, if you want to find more information about how to attend one of their upcoming events, just go to ARHQ.com, click on the events tab. You know, the Fed's efforts to slow down the economy is already wreaking havoc at tech companies. The companies are starting to cut back on their biggest expense, which is people. Here are some of the recent layoff numbers. Microsoft, 10,000 people. Google, 12,000 people. Amazon, 18,000. Uh, Facebook, you know, Meta, 11,000 people. Salesforce, 8,000. So the sector that held the market up for the last few years, you know, a lot of those FANG stocks that people were... were you to sing from the rafters of these companies. They're now pulling the market down. And because the market is down, because tech is down, does that mean that my retirement accounts also have to be down? Is there a way to say, you know what, I I don't want to participate. I choose not to, to participate here.
2: Those numbers, uh, that tells me that there's a lot of people out there that need Medicare or health insurance, you know, health benefits. So, you know, one of the things that are going to happen with these people is, you know, they're probably going to lose their group health plan, uh, which is going to force them into um, uh, COBRA or out on the um, Unaffordable Care Act, which they're going to have to then participate and sign up for health insurance. You know, some of these people may, quite frankly, just not cover themselves on. They may choose to not to do so. I would never, ever advise that but these are a lot of numbers that uh, you know are are just people with families are gonna have to figure out how are they gonna cover their families for health insurance those these numbers you know formula-based investing that's not my lane Take it away, Nolan, because I'm not really sure exactly what that means.
1: Yeah, happy to answer that. And, you know, how do you use formula-based investing? If you think about it, though, Scott, it's kind of like a a double whammy effect. So if you think about some of these major employers that uh, announce these layoffs, and Mm -hmm. not only did they lose their job, their stock price is dramatically down. Sure. You know, so kind of a double whammy effect. So I think it is very important to look at using a formula-based investment approach. You know, you don't want to get those double whammy impacts. I'm going to give you four ideas. So whether you're looking for ideas to protect your principal or whether you're looking for how to develop a formula when it comes to picking stocks, um, I'm going to give you the inside of how we do it here at America's Retirement Headquarters. Now, first of all, what you can do is you can uh, utilize the approach of drawing what I call a line in the sand. Um, I had somebody I had recently met with, and he had come in, and he talked about, you know, his past five years of experience of investing in the market. And he said to me, he said, you know, Nolan, when I took a look at it, um, and I looked at what I was doing in my overall investments with the ups and downs of the economy over the last five years, you know, I think I averaged three or 4%. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to show him a solution where you could get a multi-year guaranteed annuity. You know, the multi-year guaranteed annuities, it could depends upon the time frame and you know the backing of the company uh, you can get things in that 5 to 6% range right now for multi-year guarantees he could take that money he could eliminate the risk of the stock market mm-hmm. he could eliminate all those fees and expenses he was paying the other company for the management of his portfolio and get you know a guaranteed outcome on his investments not have to worry about participating in some of these declines in case the market continues to go down so solution number 1 look at uh, possibly replacing some things. The second option is utilizing what is called a fixed index annuity. So with a fixed index annuity, that option, what it does is again draws a line in the sand Mm -hmm. and it says that in the event that the market goes down, you don't go down because of market losses, you have the ability to participate if and when the stock market goes up. Now I utilize those and I like those for kind of like a plan B. Um, So in this example, if you had somebody that maybe lost their job and all the sudden they needed money uh, for an unexpected job loss. Maybe they needed to cover some money uh, for the next several months. Of course, you'd have to consider taxes and everything into the, to the fact. But if you're looking to be able to pull money off of something that doesn't go down with the market, that fixed index annuity gives them a backup plan, yet still gives them the ability to have some growth potential if and when the market goes up. The third option is for those of you that are the investors in the market, those uh, strategies are called protected equities. Uh, with protected equities, what it does is it allows you to have the option uh, over a set period of time, most common are about a year time frame, where you can participate to a capped growth, meaning, A maximum upside potential but you have the ability to put some or a significant portion of the losses if and when the underlying index goes down over the next year so you kind of get the best of both worlds it helps with bringing in your guardrails so you're not left to all the uncertainty of the ups and downs of the overall market The fourth is going to be the category that I look at called, again, formula-based investing. So for those of you who want to participate in specific equities, formula-based investing is an approach that we've been using in our office really uh, since the middle of the 2000s, and if you think about it this way, you know, the S&P 500 index, uh, whether you look at say 2008 or you you look at the COVID environment of 2020, but in 2008, the S&P 500 index from top to bottom, you know, lost roughly half of its value. Mm -hmm. It's fair to say that, some of the companies in the S&P, although you can't invest directly into that index, but some of the stocks in that index lost more than 50%. Uh, Some of the stocks did not lose as much as 50%. So when you're looking at formula-based investing, the question that we started asking uh, almost 20 years ago is what is the characteristic that identifies a good company versus a bad company? Uh, So you could look at the top 500 companies. You could say, you know, which of these companies have greater than one. billion dollars of cash Uh, any company that had less than a billion dollars of cash you could eliminate Uh, the next thing you could do is you could look at companies and you could say well you know which of these companies have less than 30% of long-term debt Uh, any company that had greater than that, then you would eliminate them. You could say which companies have greater than 15% return on equity, and companies that don't have good return on equity, you again, could eliminate those. By doing that, you would begin to develop a process when it comes to a formula for investing. And that's kind of the core process behind some of the strategies that we have here uh, that we've developed with our formula approach. Then in addition to that, if you look at environments, and if you look at some of the stocks that are out there, I think even good quality name companies have really been beaten up quite a bit in, in price, uh, so you know, volatility sometimes creates opportunities. Mm-hmm. I, and if you look at some of the, the opportunities that are out there, there there could be some opportunities. But what happens is when investors panic, even good quality companies can get beat up in price. So another thing that you can do in developing a formula-based approach is you could put what is called a circuit breaker on the account. What a circuit breaker is designed to do is it's designed to help try to limit significant losses. Sure. when the overall trend of the market goes down. So if you're an investor and you want to learn more about formula-based investing, just visit our YouTube channel, type in America's Retirement Headquarters, and we'll get you more information about how that works. But that overall approach, if you're the type of investor that has recently gone through uh, last year with the market in 2022, having a pullback or maybe through COVID and you're close to or in retirement time and you're told, hey, just let it ride over time it'll work itself out and you're looking for a different approach I'd love to talk to you more about how a formula based investment approach might be a way to take your portfolio up a notch and the first way that we can do that is we can perform an independent portfolio analysis for you we could take a look at what you're doing today and show you where a formula might be able to help you better understand your investment approach and I think one of the ways that an investor doesn't get hurt in this environment is to have the now. and education about what their investment portfolio is designed to do and then when it's designed to change courses and with that formula uh, we can walk you through that approach
0: there's certainly some truth to historically anyway you know if you've got time if if you you can wait it out the markets usually come back and they come back stronger but as you get closer and closer to retirement uh, time is is not really on your side as far as waiting and maybe pushing back that retirement date I don't think that's something that people want to do. So if that's what your current financial professional is telling you, or if that's what your gut has been telling you, uh, maybe it's time for a second opinion. It's time for a, a, you know, a fresher set of eyes on it. The team at America's Retirement Headquarters, it's right there in the name. They help people get to through and beyond retirement. And maybe it's time to change up that, that mindset. So 419-794-3030 is how you schedule a time to speak with them. You can also go online, like Nolan said, uh, you know, and, and learn more about uh, their formula-based approach at ARHQ.com. And while you're there, if you've got the time, they'd love to have you at upcoming events uh, coming up in February. Just find the one that works best for you and find out more about how to register. Just click on the events tab at ARHQ.com. Now, just by tuning in today, you've already proven that you're taking your, your financial picture, your financial outlook in retirement seriously. The next question, of course, is how do you choose the right advisor for your specific needs? I mean, if you look at it on Google, you're going to find lots of different titles. you got insurance agents, investment advisors, financial planners, CFPs, wealth managers, brokers, and they all get paid in different ways. They're fee-only, fee-based, commission-based. Uh, guys, help us uh, decipher that for for the listeners out there and viewers. What should people look for when starting down this path?
1: All right, definitely a topic that I could talk all day about and sure. give you my feedback. I think one of the things if you're looking for choosing a financial advisor, uh, I'd encourage you to do is reach out to our office, uh, ARHQ.com. Uh, you can give us a call. We put together a, a report. It's called The 13 Things You Should Know Before Choosing a Financial Professional. If you reach out to our office, we'd be happy uh, to send you out that. You can learn more about this particular topic, uh, but as you talked about, uh, Chris, you know, advisors get paid different ways. Uh, there's also you know different things to look for when choosing a financial advisor. Some of the things I think you need to do is number one is determine your financial goals and needs. Sure. Uh, there's uh, some financial firms that are fantastic that are helping people get started in life. You know, they're looking at debt reduction, uh, what to do when you have new babies in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's right for the right people. Our as an example our specialty is helping people that are right at the transition time moving from their working years to moving into retirement time so know what your financial goals are and find somebody that matches up with what your desire is number two is research potential advisors check their credentials and background uh, there's different uh, ways that you can do that things like through the Securities and Exchange Commission there's uh, FINRA there's the Department of Insurance um, you want to make sure that you know that. Number three is understand the pros and cons to commissions versus fee advisors. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the things that you see on TV talk about how one's better than the other. Uh, in my opinion, I think there's a value to both, and it depends sure. upon the individual's goals and objectives and what they're trying to accomplish with the 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 results number four is you want to ask for references and read reviews and in fact I would encourage you if you've even considered working with America's retirement headquarters go on Google type in America's retirement headquarters and I encourage you to look at our reviews you know find out what people have to say online you know the great thing about technology today is that information is pretty available when you Google that Um, and in fact if you're a client if I could ask a favor if you wanted to leave us a review well uh, we always love when people talk about what the experience is in working with our firm
2: used to be the saying was the highest compliment you can receive is a referral which it still is but now we've added one and a a Google review is also a very high compliment to us you know when someone refers a client to us that speaks volumes and lets us know that hey they had value they they've received what they needed here and they think enough of what they've received from us to send a you know a family or a friend over to us which you know the Google reviews and the uh, the referrals are very very important
1: yeah absolutely so number five is schedule a consultation to discuss the services and you know see how compatible you are with the advisor Uh, I know that I'm not necessarily right for everybody and that's okay maybe my style is different than you know what somebody is looking for but find out you know what are their services how comprehensive are they are they you know able to help out with everything that you're looking for or are you still going to need to go out and look for other services to help you kind of put it all together number six evaluate the advisors communication and education style so you want to look at you know once you become a client how often should I expect to get together with you how often are we going to hear from you what are the ways you're going to keep me informed of law changes updates um, again using us as an example if you look at uh, arhq.com, you click on our events page uh, what you'll see is that through the next six months, we've got a dedicated communication plan lined out for our clients where we're staying and helping making sure that they can navigate today's tough times with the markets and the environment. So whether you're a client listening or whether you're just a long-term radio listener, we're happy to share our education all the way down to teaching classes at the local university or inviting you out to a lunch or dinner event to keep you in the loop and doing a lot of these face-to-face meetings. Uh, Sometimes I hear from from people and say, you know what, Uh, once the advisor sold me that product, I never heard from him again. Mm -hmm. Right. Number seven is you wanna check for regulatory actions or customer complaints. Again, you can do that on some of the uh, public websites that are out there where you can look for the background of the information. Uh, Number eight is access the advisor's approach to risk management and diversification. people will come into my office and I'll ask them you know what is the current approach that your advisor is using to manage their money Uh, sometimes they look me like deer you know in headlights and they don't understand look folks this is your life savings you only get one shot at it and you got to get it right if you don't understand what the investment approach is on how to avoid significant losses and you're close to or in retirement time with the risk management of your portfolio and what the Methodology of the investment approach is being put in place, and they're speaking in terms that you don't understand. Ask questions or get a second opinion. Uh, And if you're unsure of what to do, uh, what I would tell you the next step to do is get a copy of that report that we put together. Again, it talks about the 13 things you should know before choosing an investment professional. And these strategies really could help save you from choosing an investment professional that provides the total package.
2: Yeah, you know, ask questions is very, very important. You know, it's kind of like when you go to buy a car, you're the one that's actually writing the check, right? you deserve to know exactly what you're buying and what you're getting. It's the same thing when you choose an advisor, um, whether it be, you know, you know, a financial advisor or or planner or even an insurance broker like myself, you know, understand and look all of the things that Nolan has mentioned, uh, the reports and and the certifications, you can find that on on me as well and and, uh, our company. Uh, But it's very important to understand and, and ask those questions. Don't be afraid. Go through all of those. Make sure that you're perfectly comfortable and understand all
0: of it. You know, we're only talking about your retirement the next 20, 30, 40 years of your life. It kind of does make sense that you have a good relationship with the person that's going to be helping you navigate along the way. And so, uh, you know, it, it... makes perfect sense to figure out, make sure your, your visions align and that you guys get along with each other uh, and, and their education style. I think by listening to the show, you know, getting a good idea of what the team in America's Retirement Headquarters is really like. But take the next step, you know, attend one of the upcoming educational classes, schedule a time to speak with them. Just reach out for one of these reports, you know, and, and, and start developing. But either way, make sure that you do your research uh, prior to jumping all in with uh, retirement planning. 419-794-3030, that's how you get started. Reach out to the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. 419-794-3030, online, arhq.com. You know, income is a major factor when it comes into your retirement and accumulation when you're in the working world, saving up that money for that income is, is a large part of the battle. But do you actually have an income plan as part of your retirement picture? Financial advisor Angela Sloan tells TD Ameritrade, don't confuse that with the stock market. It's very important that you have your income plan in place and there's things that you can do to get that income plan in place to where you're not depending on the market. The market is where you go for growth. It's not necessarily the greatest income plan in the world because you never know what it's going to give you. And let's face it, no matter what happens, you're going to have to eat and pay your bills. The major difference between accumulation and distribution. I know that you guys help clients create that written retirement income plan. Let's talk about how that works.
1: Well, you know, when you look at how to create a written retirement income plan, first and foremost, I'm not talking about a traditional financial plan. Mm -hmm. You know, some people will log into their 401k, it'll give projections whether their retirement is on track or not. Uh, Some people maybe have a phone book thick financial plan that somebody printed out, cranked all these reams of paper, and gave them all this analytical data. What I'm talking about here is a written retirement income plan. But first, let's talk a little bit about what Angela said. So you know, Angela said that the market isn't an income plan, but, you know, when I look at our philosophy as far as the independent income system, the market is part of the overall plan for a majority of the clients that we meet with. One of the things that we do is we take a look at the portfolio and within the stock market, although it does offer more growth potential than other categories, it's also still important to not ignore how much yield you're getting in your stock market account. You see, one of the things that we do when clients come into our office is we run an independent portfolio analysis. And oftentimes what we'll do is we'll put their information into our software and we'll find out what the yield is on their current investment accounts. And when you subtract the fees and expenses that they're paying for the management, they end up starting out January In the red meaning that their yield minus fees and expenses they're actually negative meaning that they're relying on solely growth to make up for the uh, offset of their portfolio and you know the one thing that we know about growth of the market is nobody controls growth of the market Mm -hmm. you know the market is the one uncontrollable item there's other uncontrollable items but it is uncontrollable in the stock market a controllable item within the stock market is how much yield you get and that's through investment selection process if you're an investor and you're wondering are you starting off the year negative and what your yield is um, then have an independent portfolio analysis done in fact we love run an independent portfolio analysis for clients uh, for the next five people who call us we'd be happy happy to run the independent portfolio analysis and show you, are you starting the year off in the red? Because it's our belief that you really, net of all fees and expenses, want to be started off the year in the positive, not just hoping that the market works out. Now if you take that a step further, you can break this down even more. So a written retirement income plan, uh, we have a booklet that talks about your retirement income planning checklist. When you go through the retirement planning checklist, we're gonna look at things like your Social Security income. Now, Scott, as you know, the decisions that somebody makes, either the earliest or the latest, can make a big impact on how much lifetime income they get from Social Security.
2: Well, there's no question, you know, there's some people out there that uh, say, you know what, I don't need that income from Social Security, so I take it at 62. We rarely, Advise that because you're penalizing yourself for the rest of your life when you take it at 62, you know, so you'll, you'll, you 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 want to have a social security analysis run to determine what's going to be the best fit for you. You know, once again, this is a piece of the income pie. It's not the whole pie, just like your stock investments, not the whole pie. The social security income is not the whole pie. You know, you're going to, you know, you also are going to have your pension income if Those people out there that actually have pensions, those have kind of uh, gone by the wayside, but if you do have a pension available, you have that pension income that is also a piece of that investment pie.
1: And then third category is you have annuity income, which is more reliable income. But annuity income is another area that a lot of people are confused on how it works. Um, I think there's some great annuities out there and there's some really expensive uh, bad annuities out there. So knowing what those are. Next, you wanna look at some of the factors. And when you're looking at the factors, you want to look at longevity. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to look at the market volatility, uh, something that's called the sequence of return risk. Uh, So for those people who are savers, you know, if you're younger in life, the sequence of returns isn't going to necessarily have a big impact, but it can have a huge impact on somebody who's close to or in retirement time taking withdrawals. Uh, It can reduce your income over time if you're accelerating the losses and selling off more of your investments, locking in those losses. And the topic has become more hot lately uh, with inflation. And you, with inflation, you want to look at food and energy costs, but also you want to look at like health care costs.
2: Absolutely. You know, you want to make sure that uh, you budget or put in, um, you know, your, your line item, how much am I going to pay? for my healthcare costs. Now I'm not just talking your your monthly premiums, you know, depending on what plan you choose, but I'm also talking about those items that are unexpected. You know, a lot of people choose to not purchase dental insurance. You know, and it's amazing if you if you knew the numbers on how much dental care costs, uh, you know, a root canal, a crown, uh, implant, you're looking at three, $4,000 per tooth. You know, that's a huge expense. That's not a monthly ongoing expense. Um, uh, so you want to make sure that you are, are looking at all of the healthcare costs, not just the premiums. Yeah. So as we go through, you know, creating your written retirement
1: income plan and go through the checklist, we're going to look at things like your reliable income sources, and we're going to look at your expenses, and we're going to create, you know, what your ideal income is and what your uh, minimum monthly income needs are. Uh, we're also then going to look for ways to possibly lower your expenses, reviewing things like your health insurance, uh, maybe things like, uh, should you pay off your mortgage now, if you're paying $1,000 a month for a mortgage, but only have a $25,000 balance? It may make sense to take a portion of your investment savings and free up that monthly cash flow that you have on your mortgage. Uh, Next, we're gonna build into the plan, the retirement income, getting ways to have pay raises in the future. Things are gonna get more expensive and you wanna have a built-in cost of living increase. The final part of the retirement income planning process is to look at how much income the surviving spouse is gonna have in the event that there's a premature death or when the other spouse passes away and start to kind of put pieces together to try to make sure that we're looking at all of those areas uh, and and, really, figuring it out, breaking those goals down into your essential income. This essential income should be covered with uh, more reliable sources, things like social security, pensions, annuities to fill the gap, uh, looking at stretch discretionary income. That is like your fun money where you sure. can do and have some money for extra trips and then your legacy planning. And so if you're looking to generate more income, if you're looking for, you know what, Nolan, I think it's worthwhile to get a second opinion of my income. Whether it's looking at how much income is generated in your investment accounts or saying, is there some lazy assets that I could get up and go make work a little bit harder for me in retirement? If you don't want to get up and work in retirement time, I would encourage you to give us a call. We'd help you create a written retirement income plan.
0: It's basically the equivalent of, you know, you hopefully you've done a great job accumulating money. but But the difference between that and actually having that retirement plan is like you may have apples and sugar and butter at your house. Doesn't mean you have an apple pie. You need to you need to put it all together, see how it works for you. The team at America's Retirement Headquarters they can help you do that. You, know, you need to take the first step, give a call, schedule a time to speak with them. 419-794-3030. seven nine four three zero three zero. Don't forget, if you're one of the first five callers, as a way of saying thank you guys for joining us this week. A complimentary independent portfolio analysis show you you know where you stand right now and what what it could look like down the line if you if things proceed. The way they do when you're invested the way that you do complimentary to you again one of the first five callers 419-794-3030 you can always find them online arhq.com now guys when we talk about retirement and income and and planning just for the you know foreseeable future there's no artist that better encapsulates all of this than justin bieber no he actually is in the news but it's not for his latest album as a matter of fact uh justin bieber actually just sold his entire song catalog for a reported $200 million. This isn't a new strategy by any means. Much older artists have done the same as their careers wind down. But older artists is not something I would would use to describe uh, Bieber. He's only 28 years old. Obviously, it's going to give him a lot more freedom to do what he wants without worrying about money. Isn't that honestly what creating a good retirement plan is all about?
1: It really is. I think people want to know how to not worry about money in retirement. I think you know that financial freedom is what they're looking for and the ability to kind of be able to do what they want and not have to Mm -hmm. worry about uh, you know what if things don't work out. Over all of these years I mean working with hundreds and hundreds of families helping them get to and through retirement I think there's a couple of key characteristics let me share five with you okay first of all number one is have essential income protected and make sure that it's secure on what your minimum monthly income needs are don't leave it all to variable sources variable sources are like the lottery of the returns of the stock market number two is you want to avoid what is called the sequence of return risk So somebody that is transitioning into retirement time, you know, if the market goes down in the beginning early years, and they have big losses early on while beginning to take withdrawals out, the sequence of return risk can destroy a retiree. Number three, Scott, I'd like you to talk a little bit about this, but it's develop a healthcare protection plan. I can think of a couple of examples of clients who you know, had their life savings or who somebody came into the office and had their life savings, blown up because of a healthcare protection plan.
2: It's that unexpected claim that's gonna come in that's not uh, covered by by insurance, and especially if you don't have the right plan. You know, one of the things to do, like you said, is protect yourself against the market. You know, um, your income could change if the sequence of return is off, it'll blow things up, right? Well, the same thing with health insurance. If you don't have the right plan put in place, um, one of the things you can do to kind of Uh, cover those unexpected expenses, if you have the ability to put into an HSA, I know we've mentioned this in several past shows, but an HSA is a great way to put money aside, tax-free dollars to use for medical expenses. You know you get a hundred percent write-off of the amount of money you put into the HSA and uh, you know like we mentioned um, on, on other shows with the interest rates the way they are today in money market this is a great opportunity to earn a little bit more than what you're putting in there that money rolls over into your retirement and Medicare it is a qualified fund and you have the ability to use those funds for any out-of-pocket expenses that might come up that you're not prepared for. You know, I talk a lot. I have a lot of videos out there on my website, America'sMedicareAssociates.com. That's where you can find the differences in a Medicare supplement, a Medicare Advantage plan, which is going to be best for you. Uh, but th- this is absolutely an area where you want to make sure that you are moving forward into retirement with the right plan put in place because it could blow things up.
1: So again, we're talking about how to not worry about money in retirement. Number four is don't take too much too soon. So you might have you know, 300,000, you might have 400,000, you might have a million dollars saved up. And you know what? You've worked your entire lifetime to get here. Um, And you might think, you know what, I deserve that new RV and I'm going to take my family on that huge Disney vacation that we've always dreamed about. And you know what, you should. You should enjoy the fruits of your labor, but you shouldn't make short-term decisions that impact you over the long term. You also want to take into consideration current market conditions. Sometimes there's going to be years where you exceed your goals. Maybe it's in those years that you spend a little bit more. And maybe in the years that the market doesn't cooperate or inflation's high. Maybe you tighten the belt down a little bit. But, you know, my, again, almost 30 years of experience has been people that spend too much money too fast and really are the ones that worry about their money later in life. And the fifth one is to be debt free. You know, one of the common characteristics of people that not worrying about money in retirement is they don't owe anybody any money. Um, So before you go out and maybe get a second house and, you know, take out another mortgage right at retirement time, uh, maybe you consider renting out a place and using one of those, you know, online sites to rent a place for a month or two. Uh, decide whether you even like it at the, the secondary location. Uh, don't get yourself committed to another location. Uh, so if you like this, you like those topics, and you want to learn about how to make uh, retirement more stress fee for you. Uh, Take the next step. What I encourage you to do is come out to our class. We've got a 90-minute class that we're going to be teaching. It's right here at uh, Bowling Green State University at at the Levis Common Campus. We're going to be talking about the Baby Boomer Basics. And within the Baby Boomer Basics, we're going to give you this information so you can have, you know, the ultimate peace of mind uh, when planning for your retirement. We've got all those dates on our website. Uh, We're taking registration now. If you want to come out to, again, that. Ed educational workshop it's called the baby boomer basics Uh, go to our website arhq.com and you can get registered
2: yeah you know so if you're not like justin uh, bieber and you don't uh, sell your album for uh, um, or all of your songs for uh, 200 million um, and you don't want to worry about uh, money in retirement uh, take nolan's advice and um, come out to one of our events and and you'll, you'll learn how you can manage through this
0: Although, if you have the opportunity to make $200 million off your catalog, you I strongly suggest it. And yes. all the more reason to, to give a call and speak with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Again, go to ARHQ.com. If you've got the time, they would love to have you at one of their upcoming events. ARHQ.com. Click on the Events tab to find out more. I think we all know that bonds did not perform well last year, but now they're actually paying the highest yields in more than a decade. It's so attractive that some financial fund giants are actually recommending a shift from the classic portfolio of 60% stocks and 40% bonds. They're now saying a mix of 35% stocks and 65% bonds should yield a 6.5% annual yield. So I've heard a lot of differing opinions on on what bonds are going to do this year. What do you think? Are bonds back in favor right now? Uh, That's probably going to be a big question. I think
1: people are going to be asking, are bonds a good investment in 2023? Um, You know, we're going to talk about the numbers really in depth at our upcoming Economic Summit. uh, That Economic Summit is going to be held uh, in the end of February at the the Hilton Garden Inn. It's probably one of our most popular events Mm -hmm. where people come and, you know, they learn about the market conditions and and where things are at. But if we look at it, um, you know, looking at the the data that was out there, we had bonds. I think what I had heard is 2022 was the worst year on record for bonds. And I guess it depends on what bond you're looking at Mm -hmm. but overall you know bonds really did get beat up quite a bit um So when things go down, is the likelihood that they will come back to the norm? Yes. You know, if you look at some of the statistics that are out there, uh, as interest rates have gone up, uh, bonds become much more attractive. You know, some of the fund giants that are uh, writing this article, BlackRock and Vanguard, you know, they do say some of the higher yields, uh, higher quality corporate and mortgage bonds are attractive, you know, when you compare it to stocks. Um, But to kind of give a blanket answer of, you know, do this allocation versus that. It's really not taking into consideration, you know, somebody's own individual situation. Uh, it's, you know, troubling. And I think when you hear articles that say all investors should do X, uh, because again, it comes down to what their individual goals and objectives. Um, somebody who's still working uh, maybe they're not necessarily considering or worried too much about yield uh, yield is what we think about when we think about people that are close to or in retirement time that need money now you know as what we do in helping people looking at income and yield is also important uh, we also should say that whether it's our show whether it's our you know economic event at the Hilton or whether it's our articles online or you know whatever article you see on the nightly news just Realize the market doesn't care what our opinion is the market's going to do what the market's going to do hmm. there are other strategies out there where you can achieve uh, similar results and maybe look to lower the risk because here's the challenge whether it's a 60 40 stock or bond portfolio or whether it's a now stock and 65% bond portfolio. The reality is is both of those categories at the end of the day uh, are gonna do whatever the market thinks that they're gonna do. Uh, We did a lot of presentations here recently and one of the questions that I've been asking at our presentations is I've been asking people, hey, in the near term future, the market is either gonna go up another 20% from where we're at today or it's gonna go down 20% first you know i think we would all agree over the long term america is the greatest country ever it's going to take care of itself but one of those two things is going to happen first bad things like what happened in 22 are going to continue on things are going to get worse market and economic conditions are going to go down those people that predict the big recessions coming are going to be right uh the other thing is as market has hit bottom we're moving in the right direction things start to go back up and i asked the question which will happen first scott I think you've been in a couple of these events, and what is shocking to me is that, you know, I would say 90% plus of the audience right now is raising their hand to say down. First, right, and what's troubling about it is the stock and bond market are an auction. So the more people to show up to buy, the higher the prices go. The more people show up to sell, the lower the prices go. And so, if investors continue to panic and they drive prices down, uh, it doesn't matter what the asset allocation is in the portfolio, and investors still might take another one two on the chin uh, with this market and the uncontrollable. So, things to consider uh, when you're looking at bonds is one is you could own bonds individually, and that would be a way to eliminate some interest rate risk that's out there. And if you hold the bond to maturity, you know, whatever the issuing agency of the bond is, the backer of that bond, uh, that could help reduce some volatility in the portfolio. Secondarily, if you look at alternatives that are out there in bonds like uh, multi-year fixed guaranteed annuities a lot of these products are paying you know in that four five six percent range without taking the interest rate risk or the market risk with your bond funds and so you can bring down that volatility in the article that uh, BlackRock and Vanguard talk about you know the high yield it may seem attractive Mm -hmm. Um, the word hasn't always been high yield Uh, Years ago, they used to refer to them as junk bonds. Um, But it's not cool to call them junk anymore. So what a high-yield or a junk bond means is a bond that doesn't carry as high quality, as high as of a rating uh, as other bonds. And so in turn, they had to pay more. Um, It's no different than the guy who doesn't have good credit has to pay more for a loan, whether it's a car or mortgage. The same would be true with corporations. Those that don't carry great credit have to pay more to investors. But be careful of default risk because if they don't have good credit now and we do go into a deep recession, what does that mean on the bond's ability and that bond company to stay in business? So there's a lot more to the story and you know, figuring out what is right for you uh, comes down to developing the right recipe with what you're comfortable with, with the level of risk. Uh, in conclusion, in my opinion, I believe there are opportunities in the bond market right now, based upon the big pullback that we have, we have made some changes in some of our models to start to add in bonds uh, early on in 2023 to capture where we believe there's some recovery. Uh, but I also still believe that there's some bombs that are out there that you have to avoid. And so, if you're not sure what you own and what your time frame is, that's where having somebody do that portfolio analysis can kind of help uh, figure out uh, what may be the best mix of investments in your portfolio. And if you're not sure what your mix is today or what your mix should look like in the future, uh, that's where either you know getting a first time meeting with our office or a second opinion uh, could be able to be the best decision you made for 2023.
0: And it could go a long way because again, if there is something, there is a small that you can fix that's really going to tighten up your retirement prospects. Wouldn't you want to know about that as soon as possible? Wouldn't that be uh, to set you up for more success down the the, the line? I think so. And so it's critical. You go and schedule that time and and figure out what those changes, if anything, need to be made. Best case scenario is you find out you're you're doing a great job and you stay the course. Worst case scenario, and I, I don't even want to say worse, is you find out what those problems are. But once you do, you can address them head on and start course correcting to tighten up your retirement prospects. That all starts with that phone call, 419-794-3030. 419-794-3030. Once again, that's 419-794-3030. You can always find them online, americasretirementheadquarters.com, that full list of events uh, and schedule a time to to attend one of those, americasretirementheadquarters.com or arhq.com. Want to thank you, as we always do, for joining us this week here on the show, joining us uh, here on America's Retirement Headquarters with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Please be, have a great week. Be safe out there. Guys, thank you for the time as always. And as we wrap up, want to leave you with the final word.
1: Yeah, just appreciate everybody taking time. If you haven't liked or subscribed to us, I encourage you to go over to YouTube, type in America's Retirement Headquarters. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to our How to Retire series. It's as easy as smashing that subscribe button uh, there on YouTube or on Facebook. You can follow us. We've got uh, a lot of great information. We'd love to connect with you. Send us your questions, let us know your comments, let us know what you like about the show, and we're always happy to answer your questions and comments that you have as well. And just remember when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters, home of America's Medicare Associates and the Retirement Guys Formula.
0: for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker. Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.